<laughs> they do look fucking pissed off. I wonder if they were like, kids, look fucking miserable. Oh, except for this one that doesn't know what's going well, that's on. That's me. I mean, it's the youngest. The youngest is just like, woo. Because he's living in a tent. This is Byron Lazine and Nicole White, and you are tuned in to episode 46 of The Real Word. Word up. Word. All right, so our main topic this week, and I'm glad to be back. This is a little bit late, so sorry if you were patiently waiting for episode 46, a little late this week. Yeah. Totally my fault. Totally my fault this time. Yeah. I'm going to own that one. I like that. But I'm glad to be back. And today's main topic does not have a link associated with it. So I want everyone to make sure if you're searching for this information that I'm going to share, there's no link. Which is um, even which is even greater because have you guys ever played that game of telephone? So we'll see how we'll see how mm. how how well it translated. Well, here's the deal, okay? You took telephone. lots of notes. I took lots of notes. Lots of notes, but we are playing a little game of telephone here. And you know what? I'm gonna take this back. Maybe there will be a link. That's gonna be dependent on if Vanessa can whip up a blog. Maybe, maybe wow. we'll do that. Maybe we'll do a LinkedIn blog and and we'll get that linked up with with these notes. We'll, we'll that's a possibility, not wow. a guarantee. All right, so what I'm going to share with you is the president of Zillow shared some information with a small group of a hundred uh, of you know some of the top agents brokers in the country. Which is of course why you were there. Um, I'm a, the low man on, on the totem pole for right. sure in that but you're room. There. But I was in the room. I you snuck were in. in. The room. This is a this was a Tom Ferry Team Plus closed door hundred person uh, event. And Greg Schwartz, the president of Zillow, was there. Now, he said multiple times, do not share this on social media, which is why we're going to share it on our podcast. Yeah, I mean, I feel like they, I feel like they say that because they want you Listen, to. I, no, remember he literally we went, said. Remember we went to that Agent 20? He was building it up, too. but That whole, like, ooh, E or Bravo said that I couldn't unveil this oh, promo. When, uh, Ryan, and you're like, well, that's BS. Ryan Serhant's like, I'm going to show Dude, you guys. Dude, because your, your face is all over social media. He, well, he, he was showing us a, TV, a national TV commercial. He's like, I'm yes. going to show you guys a commercial early. Do not because he hadn't released the new show yet, dude. Everybody's got a camera in their hand, and Greg, I appreciate the but build up. But it was up. a marketing shtick, right? With cameras everywhere, because everyone had to bring their paparazzi to that event. A public traded company is not going to say, "Here's a bunch of information now, don't share it on social." Now, I believe he didn't want some of this stuff posted on social, but maybe not. But Byron <laughs> took that as a double dare. We're gonna share it on our podcast, We're regardless. <laughs> all right, Greg, and and listen. I'm not gonna come at you, Greg, like the rest of the room did. It got heated in there. Yeah, I heard. Okay, you there was said. there was a Q and A period at the end, but I'm just gonna stick to the facts of what Greg was talking about. Maybe we could hear from our people and see what they think. And this is in reference to PA4, Premier Agent Four. Some people throughout the country have switched over to PA4. Our make marketplace is one of them. Uh, some of them have not yet. Now, what's happening? Let's do a little recap there, and then we'll get into what Greg has said. Mm. What's happening is Zillow is now scrubbing. Taking a nap over there? Well, this is, this is your show now. Zillow is <laughs> scrubbing the leads and connecting an agent on the call 100% of the time with a scrubbed lead. I will say I have, I've encountered that the last probably maybe three weeks. 
two weeks. It's super new. It hasn't been that long. Yeah. Yeah. yeah a couple weeks. I've actually enjoyed it thus far because usually when I do get a call from Zillow, they're like, you know, press one to accept this lead. And by the time you hit one, it's gone somewhere else regardless. Like yeah. you hit it and it, like you miss it. Yep. So this has been fun because you're actually like talking to someone from Zillow. And, and they're now, if somebody's using OpCity or something like that, it's essentially the same thing. Zillow's going to be on the line. They're going to say, hey, Nicole, we have a mm -hmm. client online. Mm -hmm. Can you help them right mm -hmm. now? Right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. They gave me the address of the property. They gave me a little bit of background, like the husband's name. Like they did a little bit of, they did a little background for me. And so let's get into, in Greg's, and this is coming from Zillow, why they went to this platform or, or this way of handing off leads as opposed to what they were doing. Well, one of the things that they were doing is they were they were connecting it with you, with mm -hmm. Nicole, one-on-one -on -one connection, mm -hmm. right? But now if Nicole didn't pick up, they had to set up maybe a later time for them to mm. talk to her. I hated that. They uh, were booking my calendar yeah. without even... In that scenario, Zillow found that only 30% of the time would an agent, not Nicole, but an agent, would make that connection. So then they started to uh, you know, route it out to different agents, right? And it would take 3.1 agents to make a connection, and, and there were only 70% of the time did the client say that they were responsive, a follow-up, whatever. Mm -hmm. Zillow now has five bullet points. Go ahead. I think the only thing that I can say on the other flip end of that is that there are multiple times, though, where you do call these people back, email them, call them, like, and they're just not responding back. So those numbers, in my mind, could be potentially a little skewed because they could be claiming oh, yeah. that they didn't hear any from anybody back. Yeah, these are so, But so lots of times these people are reaching out. But some of those numbers, you said that a majority of the people that are reaching out to Zillow are thinking that they're actually reaching out to Zillow, not an agent. Well, we'll get into that. So yeah. Zillow did 750,000 plus surveys. That's where they're getting this data from is mm -hmm. surveys of, of their users. And that's how they built out this five-point business plan that will come over. We can talk about what, what you were talking about with their customer service. Um, Where did you think you? Yeah. So, yeah. so who one of the were contacting one of the one of the questions exactly. Who were you contacting? Um, it was right there. Yeah, it was right there. I, I read your. I could read your notes. Who right were you contacting when you were uh, asked as a consumer of Zillow, someone that uses the platform? Who do you think you were contacting when you clicked on a property? Fifty percent of those users thought they were con uh, contacting Zillow themselves. Right. Right? Does that make sense? Uh, well, again, it, it, based on their lack of re-response, it makes complete sense. Because as soon as you're an agent reaching out to these people, they're then just like, they're not- Hey, I'm not Nicole White from one and company. Call me back. Or hey, back. I saw you needed some help, like on an email. Right. I mean, I'll even text like no response. So- Now these consumers are thinking, I thought I was going to get a call from Zillow. There's an agent. Are they yeah. selling my name? So. 50% of the people thought it was Zillow that they were contacting. 30% of people just didn't know. They just were pressing contact and just <laughs> awesome. had no clue. 10% of the people thought they were actually connecting with the listing agent. I'm surprised that that was so low because a lot of times you hear, hey, I thought I was talking to the listing agent. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I always disclose from the very beginning when I do take these leads, hey, listen, like I'm 100% willing and capable of helping you, but I'm just not the listing agent. So if you were hoping to reach the listing agent, but obviously by 10%, so, I mean. So 10% thought they were getting the listing agent. 5% thought it was just some agent buying leads, just another agent not associated with the property. Sounds like they were fine and being bought. They wanted to be bought. They like mm -hmm. being bought. That, that feels good to them. Yeah, hmm. buy it up. 5% thought that they were talking to an agent that actually had familiarity with the home the home and not the listing agent right 
now Zillow did a little bit more research. They found that what's important to these people, 80% of the people surveyed all said the most important thing, generally speaking, is responsiveness. And then they broke down the process into three key points. When you're searching for a property on Zillow. I feel like that's true with life. I agree. Yes. When you're searching for a property on Zillow or on any of these sites, the number one most important thing during your search process is having a knowledgeable person that you can talk to. Right. Right? It makes sense. You're searching. You want information. Gotta. Uh, n- when you're engaged in a property, you're starting the process of looking at homes, basically. Mm-hmm. That number one went back to responsiveness. Right. Right? Which makes sense because now you're in the game. You're right. about to make offer. You need someone responding. Right. And then when you're closing the transaction, the most important thing to the consumer was trust because mm-hmm. now your money's on the line. That, that's right. so important. So if you're an agent out there, focus on those three things, right? Responsiveness. Uh, trust and knowledge. Right. Right. Those, yeah. those are three key things to respond to. Now, Zillow. I think, though, for just like a newbie that's starting in this business, though, because some of them are buying some of these leads, when it comes to knowledge, I it's also like 100% okay if you're trying to gain the trust to say, I don't have the answer to that, but I'm certainly capable and willing to find out. Absolutely. Because I think if you're just like mumbling and like now you're just fucking yourself. Like there's no more trust. They don't even want you to respond at that point. That's a great question. So, I mean, I think that, right. I'd ask the same thing. Yeah. I'll get the answer. Just a little. It's that easy if you're you're a new agent. I mean, I still do it all the time. I mean. Yeah. You gotta. I'll be asked. I'll walk out the door right here and I'll be asked five questions I don't know the answer to. So Mm. it just just kind of happens, right? Yeah, like what's your daughter's name? Yeah, I'll get back to you. I got that one. Here's two (laughs) stats that are mind-blowing if you're an agent or a broker. Zillow says 20% of their premier agents, a premier agent is someone paying Zillow for leads, 20% of all their premier agents in their system have never answered a lead even once from Zillow. I love it. Is that just mind-blowing? It's interesting. 49%. 49%. Maybe they're like on like reoccurring payment. Maybe they don't, maybe they just need a loss. Like maybe yeah. they just need an expense line. It's I don't, crazy. it doesn't even make any sense. 49 Clearly business is very, is very good for them. I don't know. I don't, I just don't even understand giving Zillow 500, 1,000, 10,000 bucks a month and then just not responding to the leads ever. It's just right. crazy. Maybe they gave them a wrong number. I, who knows? Wrong number. Uh, I don't know. Every time. Uh, 49% of consumers that use Zillow and click on a property for more information that were surveyed by Zillow. 49% say that they have never heard back from an agent on that property. 49% of the time. Again, these are people that are paying for the leads and they're not responding to these leads. Now, that number could certainly go up if these leads were free, right? We know this is a problem across the industry. NAR has stats on this. There's a ton of stats you can look up that salespeople in general do not follow up when it's left to them. So Zillow said, you know what? We're building out our new business plan. And number one on their business plan is that consistent connections happen every single time. Meaning if someone calls Zillow and and wants more information on a property, 100% of the time, they will be connected to an agent live on a phone call. Not 49% of the time. Reason being, you know what? I'm going to tip my hat to Greg here. He made a really great analogy. If you were to click on buying an item, and he used batteries as an example. If you were going to buy batteries from Amazon, Mm -hmm. 
and one out of two times that you click send the batteries to my house, they showed up. If only 50% of the time they actually showed up, you would stop using Amazon. You would stop going to that site. Greg and his and his friends over at Zillow do not want people to stop using Zillow.com. They are very passionate right. about making sure people continue to use Zillow. So I agree with, with, do you agree with this first bullet point on their business plan? 100%. I think it's, yeah, I mean, I'm down with it. Because again, the way that it was happening before, even when you go on the Zillow app, you're just like, where did this come from? Or, I mean, the whole set. But I also feel like there's part of those people that are saying they never got reached back to, but like maybe did. I don't know. But anyway, yes, oh, I agree. You calling these leads liars? No. There's some liar leads out there? I mean... Liars are liars. <laughs> um, but do. I do think that the number one is good. I mean, I think that, yes. So number one. Number two, they're going to align agents and teams with top performers, meaning people who have a high CSAT score, customer uh, satisfaction surveys. These surveys that are going out, Greg said at this event yesterday, there so have been multiple on surveys on individual premier agents, myself, you. So we're relying on these people to actually take this, this, the survey, saying they're satisfied. Because, I mean, you see me. I'm killing it on Zillow, like, like reviews. Could you imagine? <laughs> no, 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 no. no. It, this has nothing to do with reviews, Nicole. But you're, but you're saying that they're sending some sort of questionnaire so it, this, out this to is, say this they is were what satisfied. They're, they're sending a questionnaire out. They, they set you up with a lead. Hey, Nicole, we've got a lead on the line. Right. You take that lead. Yep. Right after that's over, that lead now gets a uh, a survey. Right. D were you able to connect with the so agent? So you're more now relying on them to fill out the survey for us to be put <laughs> Which into they're saying they have over 750,000 of them. Surveys. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Already in. They've been doing this, uh, you know, as they build up to this. Okay. So agents, I thought it was. I thought it was based on something different. I thought it was, like, based on, like, how many people are actually answering the phone, getting the phone. I thought it was based on Well, that. then you start getting technical, and, and they're going to put that data in with the Because if you're not getting a lead, then you're it, not actually a, you know, then able to send out a survey. It's one of these. Um, how do you ever get more surveys if you're not getting leads? Yeah, it's one of these Zillow algorithm things. I don't know. Maybe things. that's why they haven't initiated. Maybe that's why it's not on social media yet. Yeah. Because they just don't know what the fuck is going on yet. They're going to come up with a CSAT score for every single agent. I know there are some agents that have their CSAT score. Zillow's saying you can't get it yet for till the oh, end yeah? of the month. They're some people in that room had them? Some people in the room they had did? them. I mean, if, if you're spending $40,000 a month with Zillow, you're calling up and say, give me my damn score, man. I want yeah. my score. <laughs> All right. So now agents that are premier agents that are buying leads and zip codes are going to get leads based off of their score. So that's number two. They're only connecting uh, the clients with the best of the best, people that have the best CSAT score. Hmm. Interesting. Okay. Very. Uh, number three, they want to streamline everything to their CRM that goes through Zillow. So they're saying they're going to make their CRM better. Basically, they're back then, back in platform. I don't think consumers really care about that. I really don't think agents care about that. They just want consistent leads, right. Zillow, yeah. a consistent amount of the time. And, and, and leads, in some cases, means just like name, phone number, email, not even necessarily like a hot lead. I mean, it could really be anyone's contact information. They want to drive, number four, cost effective buy and sell leads to their premier agents. Greg admitted that in quarter one of 2018, leads and zip codes became in certain areas, not all areas, became way too expensive. It was a marketplace. So if more people wanted into a certain zip code, the prices got bid up 
and there weren't enough leads in those in those zip codes to uh, you know validate what people were spending. That's crazy. Right. So he admitted that, and and there was even Zillow certainly doesn't want me to say this. There was even certain people in the room that had received a refund because their estimated amount of leads was so much higher than the leads actually received. Right. I mean, that's when things got a little little tense. But I like it. Number five, coming in, and he said January most likely, they're going to. Did these people know that Zillow was going to be? Did you, did you know Zillow was going to be there from the very beginning? Well, we knew on Monday, Tom said, Greg's coming tomorrow. Oh, so you, before you got there, you didn't know he was going? Correct. Okay. I didn't. I didn't. Maybe some other people did, but okay. I, I certainly didn't. Okay. Uh, number five. That sounds ballsy. In January, they're going to employ uh, multiple payment options, two payment options. So you can continue to buy guaranteed leads. If mm -hmm. you're in a zip code, they're going to be connecting you with right. those leads. Or you can choose the option to take leads and pay a referral fee at closing. People pressed Greg on what's that referral fee going to be. He said anywhere between 22 and 35%. Yeah, pretty standard. So it's going to be 35%. Of course. <laughs> Right. Yeah. So are they getting a score too? So I guess that's not. I still feel like every every premier agent will have a CSAT yeah. score. Okay. CSAT is very hard for me to say. I wish it was CSTAT. Okay. 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 Now maybe we can change it. C C C C C C SAT. C SAT. Here's here's what I will say. It's like your C, C, It's like your SATs. Yeah. It's like an SAT. It sounds like it. There was a lot of agents in the room very frustrated with Zillow because the ones that have been put into PA4, like our marketplace, have certainly seen their leads decrease by as much as 75%. Right, because they're the scrubbing last... them so much that yeah. you're not really getting anything unless it's like a good, viable lead instead of all those that are maybe on like a six month to two year track. And Greg said they're getting feedback right now that they're gonna change that and they're gonna start to give you those that they're kind of We've uh, talked about that nurturing. once before. Yeah, yeah. And, but he had said yesterday that they're gonna give them back to the agents if they want them. Yeah. A anyways, um, that being said, People have seen their their weekly, monthly leads drop by as much as 75%. People with very big teams, people paying Zillow lots and lots of money. What I'll say to those agents is it's time to start investing in your personal brand in content similar to this, uh, whether that's local, whether that's national content. Pour into your brand so that you're not relying on Zillow that when they move, like don't, it's, it's just like don't rely on Facebook, right? When Facebook's algorithms change and if your business is relying on Facebook leads, that's gonna dramatically, and you don't own Facebook, it's gonna impact your bottom line. Right. Don't rely on Zillow as 30, 40% of your business. Some people have 50% of their GCI coming from Zillow. That to me is crazy. Yeah, I don't, gosh. Now the brand. I'm play, assuming that those people are not the 20% that haven't made any contact because I feel those like those are not the 20%. You, I mean, if yeah, yeah, I mean, hello. But but unless you're doing one deal, then you are 50%. The brand anyway. play of what I'm talking about, content marketing, this kind of stuff, is a much longer play. Right. You know, you're you're mm -hmm. going to be into that game two years before you start to see results, but the results are going to be so much bigger. I look at you know, and I'll toot our horn. I look at our our new development here on the Connecticut shoreline. And that developer was never going to come through Zillow as a lead of like, right. hey, I want to list a, uh, right. an 80 plus million dollar sellout with you guys. Right. Like 
that was going to come through having a brand right connection and yeah there was relationships there relationships. Too, but yes but, but, that, but the relationship but that, but that, is never enough no 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 right? but that obviously yeah. 100% compounded it's the relationship and then having a brand to stand behind and having enough content and marketing acumen that okay uh, I'll look at these guys. Right. Right. I mean, winning Hobie Awards. I mean, it all helps. Uh, nobody knows what a Hobie Award is. <laughs> <laughs> that's, the, that's certainly a problem. Whatever, with that. I gotta drop it. So. What else are we done here yet? You want to be done with Zillow? No, it's great. I'm sure. sure. Keep your eyes open. They're yeah. they're they're piloting. I'm the curious to hear what everyone has to think. In like, what do people, I'm, I'm people want to hear about? What are you? How are you feeling about it? Are you spending a shit ton of money and like seeing your leads drop? Absolutely. Do you like the fact that maybe you're getting better leads and not being like bogged down with all the schmutz? Yeah. I, mean, I guess it just depends on how your how your business is run, like how your systems are in play, where you're sort of a little bit more reactive. So like if you're you know, like as they're coming in, you're just there isn't yep. a system for them to follow up. Then maybe you're loving the fact that they're like good, wholesome are, leads instead of. Are you in yeah. PA four? Drop it in the comments. Yes or no? Are you in PA four? Are you in the Premier Agent Four program? Did they switch over in your marketplace? Yes or no? And I love the question. How much are you spending a month on uh, Zillow leads? If you're willing to share that, drop that in the comments. Let's have a discussion around that. I'd, and this is something that's not going away. You know, the tension in that room yesterday was real, and it tells me that Zillow is going to do whatever it takes to give their consumers what they want, whatever it takes. Well, and that's really the bottom line, right? I mean. Listen, a Amazon has, has done a great job of this. Like, your margin is my opportunity. Right. That's the famous Jeff Bezos quote. Your margin is my opportunity. He doesn't care that Sears went out of business Monday. He doesn't care who else he puts out of business. If it's good for his consumer, he's going to do it. You know Zillow's thinking the same way. So Yeah, you'll have Coke cans just waiting for you in your fridge soon. Get educated on that. Racket number one. Kinder. kinder Ooh, say it again. Kinder. You always seem to like last week it was on Veal. This week it's kinder. Kinder. Although kinder, is that even a real word? Gentler. Kinder? Kinder? Kinder. Kinder? More kind? It's kinder. The Compass CEO is getting kinder and gentler, and he admits that some of his arrogant marketing throughout the last year, last six years, you, you say since launching in New York City six years ago, mm -hmm. was a mistake. I will give him props for his um, real estate signs. Oh, those signs are hot. Oh, my gosh. I mean, part With of Compass. me just wants to join Compass just to get like a glowing you ain't joining sign. Compass. <laughs> um, so Robert signs, Refkin, though. the, the <laughs> Compass CEO, uh, he, did a, he did an interview in a conference room in Compass's Manhattan headquarters. This, this article is available. We're going to link that up. This is an, an Inman article. And he reflected on his company's growth over the past six years, the state of the industry. Uh, there's a whole bunch of stuff he gets into, but he says that he thinks that the language from the marketing became about being everywhere and winning. And there's nothing about my motivation. He's speaking, you know, about himself, Robert mm -hmm. Refkin. Nothing about his motivation that has to do with winning or being everywhere. I agree. They, they don't want to be everywhere. They want to be in major cities. They've attacked major cities. Right. But Compass, come on now. Your marketing has certainly been 
about maybe not using the word winning, but it's been about, man, we're the best. We're the, newest, we're the newest thing on the block. Like you yeah. want to join. And, and I applaud that. I don't think you should. I, I think what's a racket is you now flipping and. Oh, if you're going to be an asshole, stay an asshole. Yeah. yeah. If you're going to be aggressive, stand behind it. Right. Don't flip and apologize that you guys have been aggressive and you guys have gone after market share. Do it, my man. Maybe he got married or something. Maybe like. Maybe I don't know anything about his personal the... life. <laughs> but but what I do know is there have been a lot of people that have just talked shit on Compass. They're moving into my marketplace. I mean, you talk to Sotheby's brokers. Yeah. They hate Compass in, in yeah, most Yeah, I just, I really like their signs. I, I, was, mean, I was talking to a Sotheby's um, broker. I used, we used to be Sotheby's. I used to know you. Um, and and he he's used like, to like the pineapple. he's like, oh, why'd you leave Sotheby's? Blah, 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 blah. Uh, he says, at least you didn't go to Compass. Like, people hate Compass. Hmm. They really do. Yeah. And, and and it's because they're marketing. It's not that it's so aggressive. I don't I don't find it super, super aggressive. Mm -mm. I just find it good, clean, slick. I told our broker, I said, dude, super slick. the slickest branding right now happens to be Compass. I agree. And, and a lot of people are poo-pooing this because they have so much money behind them. Tom said uh uh, two days ago at Tom Tool. No. Oh. Not Tom Tool. We oh, talk about Ferry. Tom Tool. Tom Ferry. We do. I feel like we had to say his name because last week we said we we're going to talk about him a lot. So I was just waiting for that moment. No, no, no. Uh, this, the other Tom. He said that he had a conversation with Robert Refkin uh, and, he, and he, they've they've uh, taken 600 plus million dollars. This is when he took 600 plus million from this uh, this VC group in Japan. Well, this group said to him, we're willing to give you ten billion. We'll give you ten billion. I would be pretty aggressive and arrogant too if someone said, "Hey, well, I'll give you ten billion well, to like go you, grow I your feel brand." Like you, I feel like you kind of need to because you've you got know? all that, all those people riding on you. You got that money to spend. He only yeah. took the six hundred million, which which has really been good. But that alone also tells you how much. If if there's a VC group in Japan willing to give Compass ten billion. There are a lot. People are watching. There's a lot of money coming into uh, real estate in America, but I don't think you have to apologize for your success. Just go keep oh, getting Oh, so that's it. a racket. That's the a racket. The apology is a racket. Don't ever say you're sorry. The apology is a racket. Eh, it's overrated. All right, racket number two. For almost two years, no one wanted to buy Warren Buffett's home Until in Laguna Beach. we mentioned it on oh, the racket. You think we, should, we, we need a referral fee? <laughs> We told him to list it with us, which we did for him, and he has finally sold it for $7.5 I think that Warren absolutely needs to give us a, a high five on he that one. He was asking $11 million originally. Yeah, so he sold it for 32% under what he originally listed for. I'll be honest. I think we're seeing that in our marketplace where things are starting 30%, 50% of where they started being listed if they're not listed properly. I mean, they Every are. Every luxury broker I've, I've spoken to in the last couple of months – has been cautious about predicting where the luxury market is going over the next couple of years, and they certainly haven't liked the last couple of months. Right. This could be a number of things. We're getting close to that election, so people are just probably cautious. Maybe. But Warren Buffett's a smart dude. Well, he also bought the house for $150,000. Oh, he only bought it for one fifty. So I feel like... I thought I, he paid eight point five. I feel like part of him was probably... All, I remember we were talking about the other time, like, I don't think he's a real seller. He didn't really want to sell at $11 million. He wanted to, like, hang out there for a little bit. Yeah. He probably always knew he was going to sell at seven point five. but you're welcome, Warren. But he loves, he loves being 
uh, he loves having great timing, right? And yeah. and, and so I, I it, and it's he loves holding into a deal long term until yeah, it makes sense. I mean, he makes he's made boatloads of money off of this deal. When you go over time, who Where knows how much money he put in? Oh, it was Laguna Beach. Beach. Um, Sorry, but is Warren Buffett selling this luxury property now an indicator of what's going to happen over the next few years in the luxury market? Mm. He has been trying to sell for three years. That though. we don't know. We'll have to just stay yeah. tuned. Hmm. Is it a racket that, Congrats, Warren. that he took seven and a half? No, I just, it, I think it's, I, if you're a Laguna Beach agent, or, uh, I think it's, I'd love to hear from you if that was a good price or not. I feel like it's a great price. We went to Malibu. I mean, we saw the prices in and Malibu. We went, to Laguna. we went to Laguna. We didn't go into the homes in Laguna. No, we went to the homes in, in, in Malibu. In just in Malibu. Yeah, it does seem like a good price out there. Yeah. Family accuses agent of selling them a former meth lab. Holla. Is that a racket? I mean, holy schmoly. They went. The family went as far to pick it outside the Keller Williams well, office of the agent. So this family. That's a racket. That I, well, I, I guess that's the hard thing. I mean, obviously... People always want to go over, you know, go after the agencies, too, for those types of things. I think that the agencies are the ones that have all of the money. I mean, the amount of times I've been asked, like, well, if you're not going to do something, we'll, we'll, we'll bill. Like, I'm sorry. But anyway, um, I do not think that this is a racket. I mean, I think it's a racket that they're suing. I mean, I don't really know the whole story. I think it's a racket that you're picketing outside their office. Yes. Get a hold of your attorney. Yes. The agent has this whole meth lab thing. The agent though, has you know. There's there's a test. I have had multiple buyers that, that have actually asked me if I knew if a home hmm. was a meth lab. She sells in a lot of meth in some in some in some states. It's actually on the disclosure, which is bizarre to me too, because wow. you're actually then sort of confessing illegal activity, but regardless. Yes, we had a meth lab. We still do. Of course we do. Yeah, but there is a test. There's like a $50 test where they like swab, 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 see if there is meth because it does live in the carpets. It does live in the walls. Families can be sick. Families are getting it's sick. Really, meth's really bad for yeah, you. Yeah, it, it's well, I, yeah from yeah, it's, from what I've heard. From what I've heard, it's hard. I mean, you lose like your teeth and like. But anyway, but as like residual in the house, it's not a good thing. But the, I mean, unfortunately, there's money to be made off of it, and it's I and it, it, you can sort of make it at home clearly. So I do think that um, being conscientious of it is super important. But this whole story is a little bizarre to me. Because I don't know. It'll be tough. Why it would? Cause It'll I, be interesting to see if the agent is out. liable for this. Obviously, this is obvious, but I'll say it anyways. If you're an agent that knew, oh yes, that there was a meth lab right. and didn't disclose it, is it the listing agent? You should going lose after? your. They're going after the listing agent or their buyer's agent. Uh, outside of picking, picketing the real estate franchiser for what they claim was an agent's decision to sell them a former meth lab riddled with toxic. So did drug the agent know? Right. That's what they're claiming, that hmm. that the agent that the agent knew, uh, doesn't tell me if it's if the listing the of the before, buyer. We well, this was your racket, Nicole. I know it was a good one though. But you're right. If the agent knew, they should they should lose their freaking license if if oh. they hid a, a, a fact course, like that. You know. Course. But they do have E and O insurance. To the family, totally feel bad for you. This is yeah. I mean, horrible. they're living in tents. The, it is horrific. And again, there are actually lots of families. If, as I dug a little bit deeper into it, that are unfortunately living this. Um, it's taken a lot of families years to even realize that they were living in a meth home because, like, their kids were just getting sick and they couldn't figure out why. Um, they're currently is, waiting it's for real. I mean, they're waiting for a judge to review their case and hope to receive nine hundred thousand dollars for. Cleanup costs and damages. Yeah, you can still and live that's in the why, home if it's clean. That's why they're saying they're picketing. I would just put pressure on. I would use my energy putting pressure on the attorney than picketing. I mean, what are you? 
what are you doing picketing? That's such a waste of time, but people like to do that kind of stuff. Yeah. You think lots of things are a waste of time, though. Yeah. I mean. Right, well, picketing would be at the top of the list. Top. All right, racketers. If you've got any rackets, drop them in. J.D. Manning, my man. I did not forget about the stats you sent me over on Open Door. I've got some interesting stuff from the Greg Schwartz discussion yesterday. We're going to get into that next week. Next week. We're going to go into some of these Open Door stats. I want to wrap my mind around, and I appreciate the email, uh, the information that you sent in. We'll, we'll tie that into some of the stuff that Greg was talking about uh, yesterday. Zillow is certainly keeping their eye on Open Door, so stay tuned for that. Uh, again, love your feedback on all these topics and any topics you'd like for us to talk about in the future. Yeah, I mean, I feel like I feel like we put in a solid hour therapy. Put in session some here. work here. Yeah, some Zillow work. PA four. All right, peeps. Bye. Keep it real.